Do you believe in alternate universes? You are listening to Delayed Replay. The Improvised Movie Review Podcast. Wink. Everything is fine here. We're all fine. Just sit tight and listen to them talk about the movies they definitely saw. Don't delay. Don't delay. We have to listen right away. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Delayed Replay, the movie review podcast. I'm Stephen Schindler, your host as usual. And on this episode, I'm talking about F9 with my cousin, Leslie. What is up, listeners, people, Martians? Just kidding. Have you seen that show? <laughs> Have you seen that clip, though, of Anthony Ramos? Um, sorry, this is, like, not. It's because I'm still in, like, a Hamilton, you know, love phase. I have to, like, F9. But it's just, like, it's good to be here. Thank you, Steven, for, you know, inviting, and I'm super excited to just talk in on F9 and tell you guys what's up. Yeah, I, I finally got through all of Hamilton recently. Like, I heard some tracks that a couple of friends played a few years ago, but I finally, like, experienced it from beginning to end, and it's pretty good. It's super amazing. I mean, you can't, like, rap, like, I, it's just, it, it was just super awesome. Well, like, it's mainly, you like, rap and hip-hop right but there are also some songs that are kind of of different genres like maybe stuff here and there that you'd expect from like other musicals so there's kind of something for everyone i think yeah like the r&b you know and just the it's just really um i don't know all around you know such a great you know piece that lin-manuel came up with just real quick steve do you know do you have a favorite song before we jump into fast night Actually, I don't know if I have a favorite track just yet. I might have to listen to the whole thing again. But the one that's most memorable to me, like, when I think of the musical, is Satisfied. Like, that one was pretty catchy. Oh, my goodness. That was my, that is my all, like, favorite. She just started rapping in the middle, Angelica. And it, it was, like, insane. Like, I probably listened to it, like, more than, like, 20 times. Yeah. So, was your... Fast and Furious uh, experience over the years been like? Well, I remember, you know, I don't even know how old I was. Do you know, Steve, the first the the first film? I don't remember the year exactly. 2001? Yeah. yeah. So, like, 19 years ago, that means I was 19. Oh, my God. I'm so bad at math, guys. So, so I was, like, five, <laughs> we, right? We were, like, we were like six going on six? seven. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so I guess when, you know, we were getting a little older, you know, I guess like the second one, like Too Fast, Too Furious, I remember that one, um, like more clear, but it was just, it was just super awesome. Like since we would all, like a bunch of us cousins would like be here, we would all watch it together. Like it'd be the movie to just sit and be like, yo, like this is super awesome like cars and then you know then they do like the nas or they accelerate and you just have these shots that go like in all the like the car's anatomy you know and it's just like insane um and of course you know you know you have the the handsome paul walker right there you know vin diesel i think that was like the awakening of like 
of like, oh my goodness, I have like a crush. <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw the blue eyes and it was like, oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, that's, yeah, but it's, it, you know, it's so amazing to see from then to now, you know, what it has, you know, came out to be. I was rewatching um, the first film um, the other day and it's like, man, like, you know, these are like big blockbusters now, you know, the first one, you know, I bet, you know, when, when people make, you know, a film, you don't really know, you know, the the impact it's really going to have. And now, you know, being on the ninth film, like, that's bananas. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah, for sure. And where, well, I'll go into my history in a little bit, but we are also like recording this on uh, Michelle Rodriguez's birthday, which is pretty cool. And this episode will go out on Vin Diesel's birthday uh right after the video game episode i did with my friend jeffrey on fast and furious crossroads so that's pretty yeah, cool yeah just a side note and just we're we're in the zone we're in the you know the fast and furious momentum happy birthday michelle rodriguez she's not gonna listen but love you <laughs> happy birthday yeah <laughs> Oh, imagine if she did listen and then sent an email to, like, the podcast email address. That'd be something. Yeah, I would. Oh, my goodness. I I don't know what I would do with myself. I I could not. She she is so amazing. And um, I was actually, you know, kind of getting ready for this podcast. I was looking at some um, interviews. I pulled up, you know, an article that um, mentioned that her character, you know, was actually supposed to be, like, little ditzy. Like, uh, what's the word? Um, like, promiscuous? Kinda, yeah. She, you know, all, all of that together. And she kind of had to, had to like, fight, you know? Not, like, you know, physically, you know? But for her character to be who she is, you know, today, you know, to be, like, you know, bad a badass, you know, that doesn't, you know, she's never, you're never going to see her as, like, a, um, what do you, how do you say that? A damsel in distress? Yeah, right? Right, yeah, like, so, I can't imagine her having less dimensions than, like, the roles I've seen her in. Yeah, and in that article, you know, that interview they did with her, you know, she, you know, she was stating, you know, how it was so important, you know, for, you know, females to be portrayed, you know, in, in different ways, you know, in different dimensions, like you're saying, and I just, you know, appreciated that so much, and yeah, I don't, I don't think, you know, there's no one like her, like, her character, it's really, you know, one of the kind of, I think it's it's been a key, you know, role, um, a key character in the whole series, especially, you know, when I think it was, was it Fast or when when she when she died supposedly, uh, but I mean she's 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 an F nine, so I don't yeah. know if that's like a spoiler alert thing. We're allowed to spoil because like. We can't not spoil when we're viewing this movie and, like, the series, you know? Yeah, perfect. But, yeah, just just that, like, she knew, you know, where she kind of wanted. She knew she couldn't play a certain thing. And, you know, I just really look up to her. Again, I guess the point was, we love you, Michelle. How do you guys have your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my history with the franchise is, like, they, they kind of blend together for me. Like, I feel like I haven't been as into it as you and... Uh, some of the rest of the family have mm-hmm. been into it. I probably have seen 
like some of the family like watching the first couple movies but like seeing bits and pieces of them and it wasn't until like i want to say the early 2010s or something when i just decided to like go through all the movies that were available so far and i do remember seeing fast and furious six i think with I know our cousin Stephanie was there, and, like, after the movie, she was like, wasn't that such a great movie? And uh, she got she got mad when I said I was trying so hard to stay awake during the movie. Oh, no! Were you really? <laughs> what was up with that, Steve? <laughs> well, I mean, it was nighttime. It, it wasn't, like, super late, but I was, like, feeling, I guess, tired, and, like, the movie felt kind of long to me, but... Uh, I did keep up with the series, kind of, like, even though I would, like, come to them, like, way late. Like, it took me a while to see um, Furious 7. Uh-huh. And then, like, much later, I watched Fate of the Furious and Hobbs and Shaw, which, like, for some reason, Hobbs and Shaw held my attention better than the other movies. I don't know why. It's, well, oh, it like, was I so good. <laughs> It yeah, goes, like yeah. yeah, like I didn't care for the whole virus plot, but the character interactions in that were pretty cool. Yeah, I saw that one in theaters. Um, it was it was you know the joke, the chemistry just between Ray Dawson and Jason Statham. It's like you know over the moon. It's it, I loved it. Titles for these movies gets really confusing. Like I don't think I've ever told you this, but back in. I want to say 2015, I was, like, uh, in a study lounge with a friend, and uh, I was going to ask her if she'd seen something. I can't remember what I was asking her if she'd seen, but I began the question, and I was like, have you seen? And then she just automatically said, Furious 5, and, like, yeah. I was, like, so confused, because, like, like, at that point, we'd already gotten the sixth movie, so the fifth one wasn't even the most recent. Uh-huh. And on top of that, like, the fifth one is called Fast Five, and when I hear Furious Five, I think of the Furious Five from Kung Fu Panda, you know? It was Fast Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, they're all over, I don't know, F9. And then now on, like, F9, I saw they put the, the Fast series, or the Fast Saga. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah. F9, the Fast Saga. I was like, okay, like, I guess from then on, it's just like F10, 11, 12, whatever. You know? <laughs> Supposedly the next one is F10, whatever the name is. Um, it's oh, going that... be the last one, but we'll, you know, we'll see. Oh, I have an idea for what they should call the 10th one, but oh, we'll get to that. Uh, but in Hobbs and Shaw, one moment that I thought was funny was when they were on the plane and um, Hobbs was like talking about the seat placements and he was like F1, F2, oh, yeah. FU. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like total missed opportunity to like throw F8 and F9 in there. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, that was the one where he like on his passport like he wrote like some funny name, right? So then they're like Do you remember that? Like um, and that's why he was mad because then they're like well I think they stopped him. Because he didn't want him to go on the plane with him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, getting into F9, we got 
some of the familiar characters, uh, Hobbs and Shaw are not in this one, but we've already got, like, a huge cast. They even brought back, like, Sean and, and Twinkie and Earl Who from Tokyo Drift. So, yeah, the movie pretty much starts out with, like, like we got Dom and Letty, they're, like, settled, and they have, like, their son, but... Uh, of course, like in Fate of the Furious, we had Cypher, the cyber terrorist, and they find out that she's working with Dom's brother, um, who's, yeah, and played by John Cena. Uh, what'd you think of that casting choice? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, sure. I mean, it was just, just the whole <laughs> scenario with, like, him having a brother out of nowhere, I was just like, Ooh. like, even when I saw the trailer, I was like, no, like, what? Like, you know, I guess, you know, I get it. Like, it, it's supposed to go on. But it was a little, you know, at first, a little hard to grasp. Like, but I mean, yeah, it, it was good. Like, you know, he, he's been getting his, you know, foot wet with like, you know, acting here and there. He wasn't like Bumblebee, you know, he's trying to do his thing. And it, it was great. Like, I, I feel he did a really good job. It, it is kind of weird, because, like, we've never seen him in previous Fast and Furious movies, but also he's John Cena, and you can't see him, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, maybe that's why we never, you know, saw or, like, didn't know where he was. Yeah, I'm not, like, super used to seeing him in serious roles. Like, I remember when those Fred movies were on Nickelodeon, and he played Fred's dad. Did you ever see those? I did or- not. He was in those. I knew, like, I remember the Fred guy, the guy from YouTube, right? But I didn't <laughs> yeah. ever saw that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, much like John Cena, you didn't see those. <laughs> yeah, I did not. Whatever this, I'm doing the hand movement right now. If you didn't know, like, you can imagine it, yeah. So, yeah, he's, it, it, he's good. Give him yeah, he, that one. he was also in some animated Scooby-Doo movie where he played himself, which is pretty funny. I did not see that either. These roles are just kind of like, you know, random. random. John Cena, but yeah, this this is a good one for him. I feel like, you know, the tough you know, guy, you know, brother villain, I feel like it's a good fit for him. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of relatives, there's also this 3D animated show on Netflix called Fast and Furious Spy Racers, which is about Dom's uh, younger cousin, Tony, and, like, this is actually my favorite Fast and Furious thing in the franchise for some reason. I don't know why, it's just more fun to me. I so I guess that makes it like kind of weird as like a Fast and Furious viewer, but it's a pretty good show. No, it's good. Um, can you um kind of t- tell me a little bit more about that? I don't think I've seen that. So what I remember, his cousin goes like undercover um in these like racing rings, and there's like some spy stuff that goes on. And since it's animated, like you know, it's I guess it's more believable for me to see this stuff in an animated show than in a live-action movie, you know? Yeah, like, more believable than, like, the, you know, when Dom is, like, jumping off the cliff and there's, like, no bridge, but then, like, you know, in this F9 movie, right, it, like, hooks to the car and then, like, him and Letty are just, like, suspended in slow motion, you know, all that stuff. 
it just keeps getting crazier and crazier as it goes on. And I, I was, you know, curious about, you know, you know, ten and like the future of it. The fast and, and then, the curious. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I think there was like an interview with like Ludacris, and then like someone mentioned something about space, and he's like, "Oh, you said something right in that," and she's like, "What is it? The space?" He's like, "Oh, oh, I can't. Like, what did you say? Like, he acted, you know, as a, you know." But then they're like saying, you know, it's probably the space part, you know, like, I, I don't even know, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that like went to space, you know, in the next, you know, couple of bumps. Yeah, there, there is actually a hint of that uh, later on in this movie, but we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that, that whole hook thing, that was like in the trailer, it didn't look that suspenseful to me because I was like, oh yeah, they're going to make it. But in the movie, we see that like, it swings and it looks very controlled, but then it like slams against like the side of a cliff and it's like, Oh shoot, what's going to happen? And yeah. then it fall in the water. It's almost like it was, it was like in the, in the a trailer, it's like a little comedic to me, honestly. I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, like you no. And then, you know, you see their faces and I'm just like waiting to see what's going to happen. You know, it's just, you know, I, it's, it's awesome though. What, what was, Another, like, sequence that you thought was, like, super intense or ridiculous, would you say? When they were racing, you know, it was, like, London, right? And then they're just, like, going through the London Bridge. They, like, I don't know how they, like, go on, like, the top, right? They go, you know how it has, like, these, like, core things? So then, yeah. like, the car, you know, it starts going on that because, you know, they're being, like, chased, you know, by the bad guys, you know, Jacob. And then, like, it was just, you know, insane. Like, I don't know. And then I've been to that tower, you know, to London before. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is, you know, just seeing, you know, like, in movies and stuff. I just thought that was kind of awesome. But, yeah, again, like, these action sequences just get, like, better and better. Just, I don't know. It's just great. Yeah, there there was a part of me that um was kind of like, ooh, I... I really don't like seeing them mess with this architecture because like like I've been to London and I love how the buildings and bridges look and whatnot so like even yeah. though I knew it was fake it's like it, it it's kind of like if you watch a movie where like someone's like ruining an actual famous painting you know it's kind of tough to watch <laughs> yeah like if someone were to like you know paint on the Mona Lisa like in a film it's like what are you doing? You know, it's like something like that. Maybe. Oh, that's funny. The Mona Lisa was what first came to mind when I was thinking of that comparison. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why I was like, you know, thinking of like red paint. I'm just like, all over her. I'm like, oh. It's really tiny, by the way. Just, just throwing that out there. If you haven't seen it in Paris at the Louvre, saw it once. It was really tiny. They let you go in there for like 15 seconds and I'm like, okay. Five and like next people, we have like a line. So, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> I guess I I always imagine that it's like bigger than it actually probably is. But yeah, we also get the return of another familiar character from Tokyo Drift. Han, what was your reaction when he appeared in that trailer, and how do you think they handled his return in this movie? I okay, I love Han. Like, uh, like his character is like so awesome to me um i see when i first saw the trailer i was like 
Oh no, like I don't know. It's just I don't know how I believe that. Like you know, I don't know if I still do. You know, like because in um I'm not sure if it's the Tokyo Drift, right? Like Shaw, uh, Shaw, right? He like crashes into his car, right? Right before like burst into flames, and then like you know it's gone, right? So it was like a little hard to, um, you know, just comprehend, you know, his return. I'm like super happy, you know, that he's, you know, there, you know, that he, you know, returned. Um, but yeah, it was a little at first. It was a little, you know, for me, just trying to bring back, you know, a bunch of older characters. But yeah, I mean, overall, I, I go on. <laughs> He's a great character. It just felt kind of ridiculous the way they, like, explained how he survived. But there's this, like, secret organization that was, like, ahead of the times in terms of, like, medical technology. So they kind of put his remains in stasis and, like, managed to revive him eventually. And, and, like, that was, like, super weird. But this movie gets super weird like there's that scene on the harbor where like they're driving the cars onto like these like battleship type things and just like racing on it and like bumping into each other like bumper cars that was awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then like you know i i remember that like one scene where it's like there's like they're like outside right and there's like an orchestra right so like you have the orchestra going and then these guys just like zoom, like driving through the middle, and everyone's like, "What is going on?" Like you, they pass by like one of the guys, and he has like a little hair, like so it like swooshes with like you know the um the air, and it's like it was really cool. <laughs> it's, it, it 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 took you places that like you know it you didn't think it could go, you know. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I don't take this franchise that seriously really like like to me it's like super ridiculous so it's hard for me to like be super invested in it and to like say oh it should be more grounded in reality when really it's just like it's just like off the wall and off the rails all the time so like it doesn't it doesn't faze me much how ridiculous it gets but it did really surprise me when halfway through the movie one of the cars turned out to be a transformer apparently oh my goodness yeah i was expecting like to hear like autobots like well you know i was expecting to hear like prime at some point i'm like oh wait this is a fast and furious movie you know which is like you know the new tech right that cypher you know and like jacob you know that they had to like kill dom right yeah, it was it was weird, but I I, I was expecting time to come up, and that actually made me pretty happy. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, like they they don't mention like crime or any of that specifically, but yeah, like a, apparently like they had to like do these like licensing deals with like Paramount or whoever owns the Transformers movies right now, and so like to sneak Transformers into this movie and like have it be a secret up until people actually see the movie was pretty insane, you know? I mean, they don't say Transformers outright. The The designs are very similar, so I don't know if they're going to try to maybe 
see what they can do, uh, like make deals or whatever. But there is like this fan theory now that maybe John Cena's character Jacob, like maybe, like maybe he and Dom have the same mom, but a different dad, and maybe his dad is like John Cena's character from Bumblebee. That is that's insane. That's I I hadn't thought about that. That's actually pretty cool, and I liked how you know. You know, it, it, it did have, like, a difference, you know, like, they, you know, it, like, transformed, but, like, they were, like, on the inside, right? So you see, like, Jacob in this, like, car thing that looks like a Transformer. Still sick, still cool. Yeah, and there was also that one uh, Transformer car that looks pretty similar to the Iron Giant, and it even has, like, Vin Diesel's voice coming out of it. Mm, that's funny. But, yeah, like, those cars that may or may not be Transformers were pretty <laughs> they're pretty ridiculous but there is a moment like toward the end where they're like we have to go to our home and like they fly off like without anyone within them and it's like well are they gonna come back for like the next movie and will they go to like Cybertron for the next movie or like what's going on yeah, that's what I was, like, saying, like, you know, Cybertron, you know, Unicron, like, you know, I was like, where are they going? Like, <laughs> it, was, it was a little <laughs> random, but yeah, I, I yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. We also get this one car that's, like, a, I think it's a Pontiac Fiero, and it has, like, a rocket strapped to it. Oh, that's true, yeah. And that woman inside of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that reminded me me of Toy Story, honestly, when they, like, strap the rocket onto Buzz and make the race car, like, fly for a bit. Oh, that is so true. Yeah, and, um, remember that scene, uh, Toy Story was always a, a great one, and it's, it's sort of funny that we're seeing, you know, all of these, like, correlations to, like, childhood, like, cartoon, you know, shows, or, like, like yeah. toys, like, I think that's kind of funny, I'm just realizing that. Yeah, when when are they gonna bring Hot Wheels cars into the Fast and Furious universe? <laughs> right, you're gonna see like um and Dom, you know, son, right there playing with some Hot Wheels. Watch in the next film or something. You know, he's gonna build him a mini Hot Wheel mini car. We only see his son playing with like Lego cars, which you know Legos are cool, but like also build the Hot Wheels, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that rocket car scene was also pretty ridiculous, but not as ridiculous as, like, the Transformers, like, cars, <laughs> so. Yeah. I guess I'll, I should mention what I think the 10th movie will be before we get back to all this other stuff. I think they should call it FX, because, like, mm -hmm. Roman numeral 10 is X, and, yeah. like, if they're going into space, like, that's, it's kind of like that Friday the 13th movie where, like, they bring Jason into space and they call it Jason X, you know? Oh, I get it. Let's hope they don't get a call from, like, the FX channel. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have it on our, you know, it has to be on FX now. You know, that that's really cool, though. I like that. I like that. FX. Yeah, I mean, it would sound cooler than F10. Mm -hmm. And, like, it would look less awkward. True. Yeah. Pretty much 
everyone uh, has their moment. Uh, like, everyone gets to do, like, a really cool stunt or have a really... Well, at least half of them have really cool lines. Some of them I can't really remember that well. But we also get a cameo from Cardi B, who plays Lisa, someone who uh, kind of knows Dom. What did you think of... I'll, I'll know how familiar you are with Cardi B. I'm, like, not familiar at all. But what did you think of how she was utilized in this? I mean, I think it's, you know, I think every every... Not every movie, but every, you know, other movie, they've had, like, you know, some Latin stars to kind of, like, cameo in the movies. You know, it's kind of, like, used in the same way. So you see, like, her there, and then you see another, um, you know, Spanish um, reggaeton artist, Osuna, who was also in it, you know. Um, and it, I don't know, it's just cool to see. I, I think you, you see them, and you're like, okay, like, this is when... These people were, you know, were popping. You know, you kind of see, you know, they go with the times and they're with pop culture and they like having these, you know, cameos, you know, people. Do you think that doing that kind of dates the movie a bit? Or do you think that it's fine that people, like, know when these take place? Like, if, if someone in, like, the future, like, doesn't know who they are, you know, I think it'll just kind of, you know, blend in and then. You know, in this case, it won't be like, oh, you yeah, Cardi B, like, Laza. Like, oh, you know, this is, you know, Laza. And, you know, she, you know, for a moment, you know, you know, it was her and Dawn, you know, and, and you know, they shared, you know, this experience. Um, but I think, um, you know, I think it's great, you know. brings people to the movies. It can be on the soundtrack, you know, and it's, you know, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, I agree about the Latin influence. I think there's definitely a Latin influence on much of the soundtrack for this, so... That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Lisa, like, she's known Dom and also, like, his brother, Jacob, and so uh, she kind of questions Dom and says, like, if you two go hand-to-hand, try to have a heart-to-heart, what will you do if you, if there's no other way to take him down? And then Dom is like, you can see the turmoil in Vin Diesel's face, and he's like, I guess I'm gonna have to kill him. And it's like, yeah, and like, when they have their, like, final confrontation, it's, like, super intense. What did you think of when Dom Jacob? and Jacob went, like, up against each other, like, just mono e mono? Ooh, I feel like, you know, this, this film really has, it's really rooted, you know, in, like, family aspect they've you know gone through a lot of things together and you constantly see you know this theme of family and i think this wasn't um uh, an exception here you know like don reminds jacob you know of this despite you know what might have happened in the past jacob really comes around and i you know i i really like that moment brotherhood that they had you know, and then you have Mia come in as well, and just seeing, you know, like, the three, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I felt like I, it was kind of like a new, now, now it's not just two, you know, now it's like three people, it's kind of like, you know, I, this is so cheesy, like, the start of something new, not really, you know, but I hope we do see more of Jacob, and I think um, as this film kind of, you know, insinuated, I think we will. The franchise in general is kind of cheesy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like 
they always talk about family. Like, like for example, at the end of Fate of the Furious, they have like this whole dinner thing and talk about family. And it's like, I feel like it'd be kind of dangerous making a drinking game out of these and taking a shot every time they say family. You know? Oh yeah, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I they almost have these like in every film. Like either, either if it's just like a small, you know, like a three, you know, lunch, like real quick. And then like someone that, you know, says the grace and all that, you know, but it, it's, it, it's what it is. It's the heart of it. And I think it's what, I think we love it. You know, if you, if you're a fan of the films, you know, you and, um, and everything, like you appreciate that. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people want. It's, it's great seeing them, um, you know, not just as a team, you know, but you know, the family, you know, even with Paul Walker, you know, it was someone from, like, the outside, right? You know, but they, he was willing to bring him in, helped him out. I think it's, you know, Dom is, you know, just who he is. You know, he kind of is, you know, caring, you know, in some ways, and you kind of see the sensitive side of him, you know, during those things. But I think it's a really human thing and a really beautiful thing. Yeah, and it's kind of fitting that, like, we're family and we're talking about this. Yes, that's so awesome. So after this, guys, we're going to have, like, the dinner thing, and then we're going to go out, no, we're not. He's somewhere else. <laughs> I wish so. Yeah, we get this redemption arc for Jacob, which is cool, because, like, you know, people love John Cena, I guess, and they want to see him be the good guy, but then Cypher is like, well, what about me? And, like, they still have to like take her down like they face her at this like volcano thing and it's like they're driving the cars around it and like their eruptions and stuff and this was this felt to me like the antithesis of that whole ice sequence at the end of fate of the furious yeah i mean i i I feel like again this is a reiteration of like you know you're not gonna you know turn Family is important, right? And to not turn your back on them, which is, you know, in this scene, we do see Jacob, you know, turn on, you know, Cypher. And it's, you're kind of like, yes, at that moment. But it's just like, you know, it's, <laughs> when you're saying, yeah, it's, it's like fire and ice and the whole, you know, thing. I think it's cool. Yeah. And her car does, like, crash into the fire. Like, she jumps out at the last moment, but then we get that really cheesy explosion of the car and so yeah. <laughs> as you do yeah. um but yeah they capture her get her arrested so i don't know if she'd be back for the next one probably not because like if it is in space they'd have to have a lot more other stuff to do right i'm excited to see what comes next like i don't think you know, seeing, like, watching this movie, um, like, I don't know, like, it could be, like, I could probably have to think of, like, something ridiculous, and that's probably what's gonna happen, but I, I don't know, <laughs> I can, like, you know, pinpoint exactly, um, it's kind of, um, you know, unexpected at this point, um, which I kind Bring like. in the Decepticons, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot about them! Bring in the Decepticons! Awesome <laughs> I'm down with that. So a couple of little things. Apparently, Anna Sawai, who played Elle, uh, she's also an actress and singer. So I don't know how popular she is, but they also put her in this movie. And Michael Rooker, who people 
know from like The Walking Dead, Guardians of the Galaxy, he plays a character named Buddy who has like a very brief scene, but it's pretty funny. Like has this like sarcastic humor. Like he's sitting at a bus stop, and then like the cars are whizzing by, and he's like, "What in the hell are y'all racing about?" And it's like it got this little chair from the audience seeing him, which is kind of funny. That's awesome. Yeah, so you know they have Han back, and uh, everyone's pretty much well, and they have like the whole family discussion. And I guess all that's left is for like the next movie, which supposedly is supposed to be the last one in the Fast Saga. But yeah. they could make more spinoffs, you know. They could. I mean, we do have, you know, Hobbs and Shaw, you know, has already. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Is is there someone that you think um, you'd like to see, like, another spin-off from um, Steven? Or, you know, any oh, of that sort of thing? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Roman and Tej could have their own buddy-buddy spin-off. Ah! I don't know. I love, I love, <laughs> I love Roman. I don't know if they choose like a minor character to do a spinoff of or they could do they could even do like like give Han his own spinoff if they really want to commit to him being back and just like because yeah. his return feels kind of random in this it's kind of like just bring back everyone you can but if they made him a meaningful arc going forward from this um i don't know like i don't know what their plans are for all these characters but it'll be a spectacle to say the least i guess just seeing what they do yeah um while i was um like looking into um you know just a little bit more you know about f9 and like the future movies um i did see um something about Paul Walker's character coming out again, but it, it did say, you know, that it's something that was being contemplated, and it, you know, I think, you know, one of the people that's involved, you know, in the production of the movie, you know, it's something that they would still have to see, you know, but it's it is something that's being contemplated again with, you know, CGI, you know, and his brothers. I I don't know how I feel about that, uh, but I mean, I guess we just have to see, you know, what they bring. How how would you feel about that, too? I feel like they gave Brian a good send-off in the seventh movie. Um, it's kind of tricky to think about, because, like, you know, obviously, um, if you're CGIing someone's face onto someone else, it might get mixed reception from the audience, depending on how long since their death it's been. Like, in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, there was Grand Moff Tarkin, who's original actor has been dead for like like since the 90s but they got a new actor and cgi'd his face over him and that went pretty well they did Um, that with leia too right in that movie you know because she's on the ship right and she's you know getting like the the death star plans um and she goes into and she turns around and she puts down her um you know little white you know thing on her head 
and you like see her face, and that is CGI. I don't know if. Oh yeah, that's. Uh huh. If you know what I'm talking about, I don't know. I'm explaining. Yeah. (laughs) That one part, I'm like, but yeah. I thought that went really well too. For Leia in Rise of Skywalker, they reused some footage that they had shot for The Force Awakens, and I guess touched it up and repurposed it. Mm-hmm. And I and I think for the shots where you only see the back of her, or like you see her but her face is in shadow, I think that could possibly yeah. be someone else. And there, oh, there's that a flashback so. scene where her and Luke when they were younger and uh her daughter Billy Lord played her in that scene and oh, really? uh, yeah and I guess they use uh CGI on her face there. Is that so. when they're like lightsaber fighting? Yeah. Yeah in the in, like the forest thing. Oh that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, so for Paul Walker's character, I guess if it's family, like his brothers, um it could potentially work, but I'd also be fine with them, like, not using CGI and just having one of his brothers play the character and just not mention that he looks different. Because, like, his brothers look somewhat like him, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, But yeah, that's a good point. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't mind that. Again, it it would have to, you know, we would have to see, you know, what's, you know, the scenario and, like, in what way. But yeah, Yeah. like, if if it's in a way, you know, that is good, which is, you know, I, I know they would look out for, you know, then, you know, I'm open to that. But, like, you know, something brief, maybe, you know, or maybe once, you know, it happens and we watch it and it's, you know, maybe it's, you know, different than what we think, but it might be, like, a good thing. Um, who knows? Yeah, I mean, even in the Marvel movies, we went from Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo and Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle, so recasting works, even if the actors don't look exactly like the previous ones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Cast one of his brothers. Do that. <laughs> I'm gonna call up. Who's there? Uh, is it Universal? Yeah. <laughs> Universal. Yeah. There you go. All right. So I guess we'll go into final thoughts. What were your overall thoughts on this movie and score out of ten? I feel like this is like the best one yet you know in regards to um you know the action sequences you know you really had like this is like the epitome like all your favorite characters you know they like come back you know and you even had like some newer characters like jacob you know come in and it's you know i kind of feel like it's like like setting up for like Maybe not one movie, but like a few more, like just in case. Um, but I like, like just in case, you know, if uh, something happens in there or it makes, you know. Just in case they oh, make too much money. Yeah, too much money. And then it's like, okay, we can continue. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's honestly, every time I watch these movies, like I forget every, like every single one. I'm like, man, like I forget how good these are. Like, <laughs> it's like, wow. Like, and then like the races and everything, like, you know, that stays, you know, true to the characters. The race, you know, the race, that's like the cars, like, you know, it's it's still there. And, you know, that you have to love, you know, the characters as well, right? Um, we know them, you know, we love them. And I think this is just another great, you know, entry in the Fast Saga. And I, I applaud, you know, all the people, you know, who are involved in, 
who were able to make this possible. Um, score out of 10, uh, I would say 8. Okay, so 8 out of 10 from you. Yes. Uh, for me, so like I said, I've seen each of these once, and like each time, like I also kind of forget them after seeing them, but it's kind of in a different way because like they all blend together to me, and they're all kind of ridiculous. Like the action looks pretty cool, but sometimes it's hard for me to follow and to feel invested. And like the whole Dom and Jacob thing was somewhat interesting. Like you know, Jacob became an assassin and whatnot. I guess because Dom hadn't. Like, he felt that Dom hadn't looked after him enough, which was kind of a petty reason to turn to crime. But, like, yeah. there were a few memorable things here and there, particularly the, like, super over-the-top stuff, which, I don't know, maybe that's their strategy now. Maybe that's why they're going into space. I mean, at the very end, they, like, even look up at the night sky and, like, you see, like, a shooting star or something, but maybe it's not like a shooting star. Maybe it's a transformer or something. <laughs> but <I'm> surprised. <laughs> but um, like I think the movie for me was okay. Like like pretty much all all of these movies are like okay to me. So uh, for me, um, I might get some hate for this, but turn that nine upside down, and it's a six out of ten for me. Yeah. Okay. That's fair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh! Uh, it's okay. That's cool. I mean, it's still better than the video game Fast and Furious Crossroads that me and my friend talked about on here, so listen to me and Jeffrey, like, pretty much uh, shred that video game, I guess. Shameless play. Listen to that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and that's a pretty good segue, actually, into plugs. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, uh, would you mind going first? Yeah, I can go first. Uh, so, uh, I have a fantasy horror comedy novel called Lemons Little Mike Rain. It's uh, available on Amazon. You can find more details about it at stevenshinder.com. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stephen Schinder, and Stephen Schinder Storytelling on Facebook. Awesome. Um, well, I don't have a book, um, but <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, go back around with this and just say, y'all, Hamilton, don't sleep on it, um, and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Yeah. Road coming full circle. We are. Alright, so Leslie, thank you again for joining me on this episode. It was awesome uh, to, you know, talk to you, Stephen, and, you know, talk about the Fast series and uh, F9. Um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah, for sure. And listeners, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can email delayedreplaypodcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts on this podcast coverage on all of our different topics, and we might read your thoughts on the show. So, yeah, it'll be like a delayed reply segment if that ever happens. Um, so, yeah, check that out. 
the next episode will be on the movie Tenet. Without further delay, have a good day. There it is, there's a trailer across the street again. For a while I thought that maybe I didn't see it, but I see it right now. Okay, gotta blink my eyes. It's gone. How does it disappear? Does it just drive off really fast without any sound? That's impossible. There's something going on in this neighborhood. I feel like I have an idea of what, but I'm having trouble remembering what it was that I did see. Not just a trailer, but something else. Something that's been in this house. Maybe it's not in here now, but it was at some point. Whatever it is, or whatever they are. If anything comes around stirring trouble, I'm gonna be furious.